The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Blitzing and Fields is throwing and it is caught at the 45-yard line running left. DJ Moore stiff arm to the sideline. Antoine Winfield Jr., the blitz, it was picked up. Time to throw, and there you go on the first snap of the game. A big play to DJ Moore. Now the Bears are in Buccaneers territory. Moore, snap is back. They're coming. He's hit. He throws. Caught Moore inside the 30. Up the sideline, 20. 15, racing out of bounds. Near the five-yard line of Tampa Bay. Winfield Jr. down there, along with another safety to try and catch up to DJ Moore. They beat the blitz, and it's another big play. 31 more yards. D.J. Moore catches for 64 yards on the opening drive of the Bears. Plenty of time at the play clock. They're sending an extra body. It's picked up. Late pressure throws. Moore's got it. Tiptoes the sideline. He runs out of time and space. First down to the 21-yard line. They'll call it the 20 of Tampa Bay. Jeff Koniak right here on ESPN 1000. Bears lose. They're 0-2, though, on the season. Can I give you another piece of positive info? They got DJ Moore involved, over 100 yards receiving, as we projected. Predicted. Still, probably should have had double oh, the amount of receptions. Yeah, probably so. But six receptions for over 100 yards—that was easy money. It was easy money. We the uh, 42.5 was the uh, total for his receiving well, yards going into the, first the game. Drive. Yeah, right away. That was that was the easiest bet we may ever win. Uh, four and a half, I think, was the uh, total yeah. for receptions. Yep, that's the one I uh, cashed in. Uh, the, the only that I cashed feed in the on. beast, feed the beast, keep feeding him. He is good. He's the one thing on this offense that is consistent and that is good. It's it's like what we've said in the past. We all we did when we were up at Hallis Hall for practices is we told you what we saw, and we constantly told you that the best player on the field every day was him, and then everything else was inconsistent. Yeah. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Bears fans, we have our practice for sure with this type of show. A Waddle and I have done numerous shows like this. Maybe one day it will change. Okay. Today is not one of those days because uh, disappointment reigns supreme. They're zero and two. They have lost twelve in a row. We don't know now about the quarterback. A lot of people are coming to that realization. What is on your mind? We promised lots of calls here uh, before White Sox baseball. So let's do it. Three one two three three two. Three seven seven six. Scott's in Florida. Scotty, you're on Waddle and Sylvie. What's on your mind? Hey guys, uh, I was at the game yesterday. Um, actually, it was a pretty good time. I had a few beers with my son, so you can't beat that. But sure. um, you know, you always hear about fields and reading and all that, and I get that. But there were times, um, one in particular, where you know, even there was a lot of Bear fans around us. It was kind of funny because. Two guys wide open, and he's looking at him, but it was like he couldn't pull the trigger. And you hear the murmur of the crowd going, throw it. And then he steps up, and, and then you hear people screaming, throw it. And then he stepped up again and got sacked. But he was literally looking at the right area, and the guy was open. It was kind of like in his head, like he couldn't pull the trigger sometimes, even when he thought. And then the other thing that was a little concerning is – off to the side, you see a lot of receivers' hands flying up in the air, head shaking after plays where they're wide open. And you wonder how, I mean, it was more, you saw Claypool start to lose it towards the sideline and just his body language and everything. 
near the end of the game, you wonder how much that's going to start affecting things. And lastly, with the, the defense, there was one play where they Tampa fumbled the ball back to Baker. He fell on it for a big loss. I think it was third down or yeah, something. And they converted. Immediately, my son and I both said, oh, they're going to go to Evans. They're playing with house money. They are lucky they got it. Next play, Evans blows right past the DB who was facing him. Had to turn and run after him three yards behind him. The safety didn't come over, and they're playing pitch and catch. Yeah. And it was just surprising that, that you know, I'm saying it's a meatball comment to say, but that fans in the stands are going, you might want to cover that guy. On a play like that, they just seemed like this is our defense and we're staying with it. Mm -hmm. Scott, good call. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. I I would say one thing I'd say before we move on to the next caller is is Chase Claypool needs to woe the thing on the bad body language and being all bent out of shape. DJ Moore, different story. Um, but Chase Claypool needs to slow his ass down about complaining about other people right now after his lack of effort and production in the Bears uniform. Uh, let's go to John and Woodridge. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Waddle. Hey, Sylvie. So here's my biggest takeaway from this game. When you see wide receivers starting to complain, hey, I'm open, you're not throwing me the ball, that's a problem. And, you know, for about for last week, you know, everyone – saying, oh, we don't need Bajan. That's crazy talk. That's crazy talk. I don't need to see Fields lose 0-17. Week four comes around, and he still is not playing good. Bench him, put in Bajan, because you're not going to lose anything. The Bears aren't, aren't going anywhere this year. I'd be shocked if they won a game. So, you know, put Bajan in. Let, let's see what he can do. If he's decent, great. Awesome. If he sucks, no big deal. We'll get a new quarterback in the draft. We'll probably get another wide receiver because Carolina's going to suck. John, you got to you got to find out. You got to make sure that you find out every last possible bit of info about Justin. You have to be sure. A hundred percent. I totally agree with you. But you, when we haven't won a game since last October, the Bears just don't seem to get it right. And I personally think as long as George McCaskey's running this team, they're never going to get it right. But they're not getting it right under Eberflu, and they're not getting it right under uh, uh, Field. All right, Johnny, thanks for the call. There's a lot there. There's a there's a lot there. Uh, I've told you. Look, I, I mean, this is 2023. What did we say was the biggest question that needed to be answered? Justin Fields. Yes. So you've got to spend adequate time and resources into finding out whether or not he is the guy to go forward. Let, 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 yes, like let him continue to see if he can dig himself out of this. And everybody needs to no be eject. better. Not yeah. just him. Everybody wearing a Bears uniform needs to be better. Austin. Wait, hold on. Uh, that shot on the south side. Shot, you're on ESPN 1000. Sellers, what's going on with it? Cousin Sylvie. Let me say this, man. I, I want to say you're a national treasure and a local legend to me, man, because I think you've always had the heartbeat of the city on point every time, man, even in your, your, your highest moments. Man. Who are you, Who are you talking Tom. about? You. This man, Sylvie, he's a me? legend. Yeah, Are you kidding I'm, me? I'm, Absolutely. <laughs> and while look, let me give you some credence too, man. He, as many concussions as you had, you might be the most logical man on the radio. Oh wow! <laughs> look, look, let me say this. Look, I, I'm not. I'm not calling to gas you guys up. 
I know we had a lot of scar tissue with the highs that Jay Cutler gave us in the era that he had, the Trubisky era. We had some highs, and even though it was a defensive team, you know, True had some moments, man, and this, and this city bought into those guys. The one reason I think the city is so much on fire is because everything you saw this offseason was centered around one guy. Even in the division, Minnesota won got Brian Flores as defensive coordinator just to come up with a, a unique defense to defend this guy. The, the Lions went crazy and one got two weapons to to kind of battle against what Justin offers offensively and defensively. Jack Campbell won the first round pick, but he's a prototypical spy forward of your quarterback. And you pair him with Aiden Rich, and now that they're they're taking steps to be proactive. The, the Green Bay's been drafting unique, versatile defensive player. So when you see the scheme that they, they, they implemented on us on week one, Jordan Love was an afterthought. You know, for me, Justin is the most dynamic player we've had in this city since Derrick Rose. And, and I think that we don't, we don't allow him to be him. You know, the second level or maturation of this, of this playbook on the guess you was supposed to be more pass-oriented to highlight Cole Komet, highlight that outside game. But at the core of it was about him last year. It was about him. He broke games open. Mike McDaniels was one of the one of the smartest guys in the league said he goes off script and completely throws off a game plan. And to take that out of the game plan and talk about development, it completely is like tying a hand behind his back. You know, so to, to evaluate a quarterback in the city has been frustrating. And I'm trying to ask, is there more scar tissue or is it just the approach of the quarterback development when, when we're trying to win games at the same time? Tell me if I'm off base or kind of quiet. Well, I, I think that... Thanks, Shad. Um... Look, I'm an advocate of of getting him more designed quarterback runs because I think it allows him to get into the flow of a game. Look, the Green Bay Packers have eight former first-round picks on their defense. I don't think that they went out there and specifically... For justice. Yeah, I think that they they just... They decided that that's how they wanted to build their team going several years ago. Yeah, they had a... uh, a Hall of Fame quarterback and Devontae Adams. Yes. And they felt, let's build up the defense with that. So, uh, look, I, I'm an advocate of, yes, let's, let's play to his strengths more, but we also have to hold him accountable for not doing his job as well as he should be doing his job. Yep. I don't think that that's unfair. If we're going to hold the offensive coordinator and the defensive-minded head coach and all of the defensive players and the offensive line and all of these different guys, then why shouldn't the quarterback also be held accountable for his mistakes? Yeah, like Derek Rose, if we're making that comparison, whether Keith Bogans was his uh, shooting guard, Derek Rose got it done. Yes, Derek yeah, Rose he, was, was rookie of the year and an MVP. He, he, he was rookie of the year, then uh, all-star starter, then MVP. Like, he, he just... Climbed, yes. Despite a lot of different, th- Vinny Del Negro is his coach. Didn't hold him back. That's such and a Keith good Bogans point. Keith Bogans as his shooting, uh, starting shooting guard, didn't hold him Great back. Players have solutions even in the face of adversity. Yeah, uh, Austin and Joliet, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Austin? Hey, how you doing, guys? Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Um, I actually really wanted to call in and talk about that screen at the end of uh, the game that he intercepted. I actually don't think that's a bad play call. Um, I know probably a lot of people don't really, you know, maybe not agree with that. But where they're at in that game is, yes, 20, 20 to 17. But you got to try something. I, I think, obviously, at that point in that game, nothing was working. And that screen right there, maybe it would have worked. Maybe it wouldn't have. And, obviously, we saw it didn't. But... The development of Justin Fields, you can't put it on the coaching staff yet, man. I mean, you really can't. 
I think personally, I think it's him. I think yeah, it's too early, but I think he can't develop him. I don't think he can read defenses very well like Mitch. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what, you know. We're, we're in the same thing again, guys, with the quarterback. So yeah, you, that, that you, sucks. You, you sound, keep the sharp eye objects out of your uh, reach, okay, Austin? <laughs> it's going to get better this week. Wait, they're going to Kansas City. Okay, it's maybe against Denver, Austin. Yeah. Hey, no, seriously, you know what? Looking at the schedule, I could see one for sure game they can win, and that's Carolina, and that's not even a for sure. They're going to win more than one game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Come hey, on, Austin. I, Dobber's I, up, I not so. Dobber down. Hey. Hey, I got to be negative before positive, guys. That's Come fair. On. That's fair. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. Thank you, guys. Negative before positive. Is that a... Can, should we go to Big C? Big C! What's up, Big C? Man, don't give me that, man. Y'all gonna avoid me, man. Well, avoiding nope. you, no. Yeah. Never. Yeah. You get the yeah. 5 o'clock power hour. Man, no, I've been on the hole for a minute. But I, hey, I salute you, Sylvie. And Walter, Sylvie, you came out... And spilt the bean that the guy that looked good in training camp. Waddle, you doing a very good job talking about, you know, what's, what's going on. But bottom line, the guy ain't it. Simply, I told y'all that two years ago, right? Yes, you did. <laughs> you okay, did. then. Okay, then. Simply you also this. told us Mitch was the guy, though, didn't you? Nah, I, I, yeah, I, you I, did. I and, and then Bo Nix. Then you like tell that. us to draft Bo Nix. Yes. Aren't we supposed to draft Bo Nix, too? I said the Packers or somebody will probably uh, okay. draft right. Bo Nix. But they, and they got it uh, figured out. But uh, anyway, with all this trying to blame it on Gixie, you cannot do that. You know what I'm saying? Gixie made a little uh, made a little developing move with him last year. Now y'all were praying and talking about Gixie going to get a coach. So now he got the guy with player wide fucking open. Oh, and he's oh, not oh. All right, I got to I gotta, I gotta yeah, let him yeah, go. Yeah. See, you can't do that. And like I, I can't take your call if you're going to do that. <laughs> you just needed to remove the adjective. I think it's an adjective, right? Is it an adjective? This is where I was or did like, he use it it's as an a verb. verb. It's an adverb. adverb. I was okay. like so used to unhinged. At first, I'm yeah, like, oh, I know. Yeah. I'm like, you he, didn't even. He flinch. was. He was wide effing open. You I'm did, like, you yeah, didn't even flinch. wide open. Paul in Evanston, you're on ESPN 1000. Keep it clean, Paulie. <laughs> Hi, guys. Love the show. I will keep this G-rated, I promise. Thank you. Um, so there's two things I want to mention. One is I'm, I'm a born and raised Detroiter, so the curse I have is I'm still very loyal to everything Detroit. I was pretty upset how the Lions lost yesterday, yet I'm still optimistic they're going to have an improvement over last season. And in terms of the Bears, they made a conscious decision when they were doing this rebuild to not concentrate on the offensive and defensive lines, and we're reaping the negative benefits of that, which came screaming out yes. in yesterday's game, and will continue to. They decided to not make those a priority, and they're going to have to address both sooner than later, but it's going to take time. And the way the Lions built is this rebuild was they concentrated on the lines first, and then everything else. So I, I just don't think the Bears have done this right. The other thing that's driving me crazy is I understand Eberflus can't act like Chicken Little, but I'd like to hear a little more like reality come out of his mouth after you know whether he's on the show with you guys in the morning, um, you, you know, uh, or or the pressers. All he does is, is focus on just the positives without really acknowledging the negatives. And I. And I I know he's the leader, and he's got to remain positive and keep the, the, the troops motivated, but 
I just want to hear some accountability and some urgency. And Justin Fields keeps on saying the same thing when he's up, you know, after the games. He doesn't – I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling any urgency, and I'm not feeling a lot of accountability. And I think those things have to change. I just think it's glaring. I thought the one thing, though, that Fields said is that they're far away from being better. That, that they're not they close. A long way to go. They got a long way to go. Yeah, he's right about that. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved that they would have drafted a center. I think that, that especially yeah. for a young quarterback, I think young quarterbacks are more bothered by pressure that comes up the middle than they are from the edge. That's bothersome as well. But, um, th- look, they spent $30 million on the right guard. They, they used the 10th, was it the 10th overall pick on a right tackle? Yeah. They did draft uh, Braxton Jones, albeit in the fifth round. Uh, they drafted two defensive linemen in the second and third round. They did not address the pass rusher other than Ngakwe later and Walker. You know, Walker, not an elite pass rusher. Ngakwe's a professional pass rusher. but That's just a one-year plug-and-play. Yeah. I, I mean, I think as much as anything, what they need to do is, is they need to make sure that they're getting the right guys. Like it's you, it's addressing enough, they, the positions, but it's also drafting and signing the right people. Yeah, they had enough picks. I was really down at the time that they didn't draft a center, and uh, like I, I thought, Durkin had told us that he didn't like Cody Whitehair in general, let alone now relying on him as their center, moving him back, and then again, then he gets hurt. Now he can't snap or whatever the reason. Now he's filling in for Jenkins. Like, there are no solutions there. Well, and, and by the way, we thought that we had something to build on with our left tackle, who I think on a pass grade, pass protection grade last week at least, graded out pretty well. But he had four penalties last yeah. week and another two this week. He's got to get better. He's got to get better. Uh, let's go to Philly. Sid, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Sid? Gentlemen, great to talk to you. Hey, watching the game yesterday, and I watched every single minute of it because uh, – I'm, a lot of my buddies are Bears fans, and I know you guys are home of the Bears. And I'm a Bears fan when they're not playing my boys in Philly. Um, Justin reminds me, watching him throw, he is a classic um, junior level, coming early into high school as a freshman type of quarterback. The easiest pass for a right-handed quarterback to throw and to teach is that receiver coming from the left side of his field, coming inside towards the middle, towards the hashes. That's an easy – it's just like a, a golfer. Golfers, right-handed golfers, the easier putt to make is a putt that's breaking from your right to your left as opposed to your left to your right. It's just more of a, a natural body thing. And if you go back and look yesterday, the best two passes he threw were the first one he threw to DJ, which was a left-end cut, and the touchdown pass to Claypool, which was a seam route down you know, left-end cut. Easy passes for him to throw, but it, they're also very dangerous in the NFL because the middle is where there's nothing but trouble. You've got to make very good timing there if you're going to throw that pass down the middle. It's hard to live down there. It doesn't seem like he's getting developed. Does he have, and I, and I hate to be ignorant about asking this question, does he actually have a quarterback coach? Yes. Andrew Janoko. I don't know. What's In the mean? building? Yes. I don't know. Like, outside of the building, yes. like, Mahomes has another yes. guy that he works with. He's got a guy who right. posts videos all the time. What's that oh, guy's right. name? Is it Quincy Avery? Yes. Is he working with him? Yes. Yeah, because I just don't see, in watching Justin throw, I don't see the development in his skills and his technique. Forget the vision part. Forget the tiny part in his head. I don't see the technical skills within his body language, with his his footwork, with his drop, with his fire, his release, unless he is throwing that right-handed 
throw to the guy on the left side of him cutting inside to the hash marks. That's where he seems comfortable. Yeah, I, I think that there has been some talk as well. I mean, coming into this season, we talked a lot about getting better with your mechanics and the simple stuff. I think that there has been, I think J.T. O'Sullivan highlighted, and it was a word I think you used as well, like, uh, what was it, uh, nonchalant with his drop. Um, you've got to be in this league, you've got to be really sharp with all of your mechanics. Maybe it's something that they're going to work on with him going forward. I would hope so, but I would have hoped that that would have been knocked out already. Uh, by the way, J.T. O'Sullivan's joining us on Thursday, and I heard that he's doing a 90-minute breakdown. I don't know if it's out yet. But he said it was loading, and he's he, last week he did a 60-minute breakdown of the Bears tape. This week he's doing 90. So that will be homework for tonight. It's two. a literal movie. Can I get, unless I was going to say, that is a movie. Can, can no, more, get that no more Bears. No more Bears football. That's, that is too long. I don't want to watch it anymore. That's basically the whole game. Yes. That's half a game. Well, I mean, like, think about it. With commercials and the halftime and everything, it's a three-hour game with commercials and halftime. Um, Joe on the South Side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Joe? All right, fellas, how's everything today? Well, you sound oh, you sound great. down in the dumps. All right. Anyway, Tommy, listen, this is nothing towards you. I just want to say that. Um, look, um, first of all, Fields. If you look at his tape, you can look at his tape from Ohio State. You can look at his tape from yesterday's game. He's not going through progressions. He never has. Every throw that he took that he threw yesterday, he's projected. He's projecting. Every single throw, he's looking at the guy from start to finish, number one. Number two, I know that you're saying, oh, we're going to wait 13, 14, 15, day, 15 games to let see what this guy's going to do. But here's my problem with that. When you're a guy that works at U.S. Steel and you are standing next to a 3,000-degree furnace every day and you're spending your hard-earned money for your kids to go and watch this team play or to buy paraphernalia, jerseys, banners, flags, whatever, for your kids, or you're working at BP Amico and you're you deserve working better. in a fully I know. encapsulated suit, Joe, I gotta. I I don't want to cut you. Out. Call yeah. me tomorrow, okay, Joe, and we'll give you more time. But I, I gotta run. I got White Sox baseball coming up. I understand where you're going. Get Joe's number. We'll we'll give him more of the floor tomorrow. Put him on hold. Put him on hold. This portion of Waddle and Sylvie brought to you by Steinhoffels. Check out the newest store in Harwood Heights, and uh, where I go in Vernon Hills. They are absolutely spectacular. Thanks to all the callers. Thank you to Meller. And uh, Tyler, for Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Monday night. It's the classic! I am really excited. That was a, that was a big thrill. Hi, it's Andre Dawson, including myself, Ed Belfour. Who's getting wild tonight? That's what I'm talking about, baby. No high from you. What? No high from you. I give him more buys than highs. Waddle, waddle, waddle. And thank you to all and to all a good night. I just want to say thank you all, and as always, everybody else. I love y'all. 